Hello, I am Feige Lieberman. Welcome to the ADHD-friendly way to organize your home. In this series, you will learn how to get to grips with your clutter and how to organize with your ADHD. I will take you on an audio tour around my home. You will learn how I keep my home clutter-free and organized. Yes, even with my ADHD. Check out the expanded video series, including this episode on Read.com, the ADHD-friendly way to organize your home. Now, let's begin. In this session, you'll be learning lots of hands-on, practical ideas filmed in my own kitchen. Now, when I first mentioned this idea to some household members, they were horrified. They said, uh, are you going to allow your kitchen to be made public? Um, are you going to allow your dump of a kitchen to be made public? Our kitchen is not nowhere near brand new. It's actually very well worn and very well used. However, this is my home. And we don't have a show home. We have a living home. And our kitchen is good enough. And I hope that you will learn some ideas and lessons from our demo today. As we've talked about before, once you have worked out a system that is tailored to your needs, then you will find that you will spend less time upkeeping, maintaining that system. Clients tell me that when they've got a good system in their home, they have much more time to do what they would love to do in life. They are not constantly tidying up as what is the common misconception out there. However, you do have to maintain your systems. A couple of times a year, it is necessary to go through the home and just do a quick sorting out of your home. If you've done it right the first time, then when you do go back to doing this session in your home, it will be very quick and very easy. I have on purpose not really put in much effort into the upkeep of my home systems for a while in order to have something to talk about to you and they do need a bit of an upgrade. So the first idea that we're going to talk about is centres. Really, really important to have centres in your kitchen of the different categories that you use. Now in our previous video we talked about that. So I'm now going to show you what the centers look like. This is where I stand to do my baking. I open the cupboard, I take out my mixer which is up there and I place it on the counter. Okay. Remember ease of access. My mixer is not kept on the other side of the kitchen. It's kept as near as possible to the place where I bake and everything else that I use for baking is also kept as near as possible. So this is my baking ingredients cover, this is my flour oil recipe book cover, it's a bit of a mess I know. And across on the other side is my cupboard where I store my, my baking tins and my stock of flour. Now I have purposefully arranging my kitchen in a fashion that any items that can be eaten by, uh, should we say, mice um, are kept higher. 
because we have had mice in the past and it was not a pleasant experience. So I have actually changed the way that I store my perishable ingredients for that reason. You can see how the ingredients that I use for baking have been stored in containers and they have been labelled. Now, I very much advocate this idea because, as you can see, all the space from the bottom of the shelf to the top is used. If you store your items in packets with clips on and in baskets, that's fine, but you'll see that a lot of space will be wasted. If, if that is your preference, make sure that you just lower the shelves so that you don't have any wasted space. Now, you can see it needs, it does need a bit of a sort out. Over here, the oat bran, I haven't used in a year. I'm going to part with that container. This container I'm going to part with as well. I haven't used it for a while. One of my daughters made a recipe with dry yeast, as you can see, and she bought a whole packet of dry yeast, and I never use dry yeast. It's time to chuck it out. This is my cocoa container. It needs a bit of a wash. This is my icing sugar dispenser. It needs a bit of a wash as well. My salt dispenser um, was lost for a long time. It was just chucked in the back. Now I found it. And again, one of my children made some form of recipe and they bought loads of these wonderful toothpicks for me to use and I'm going to chuck them soon. Okay, vanilla sugar is used a lot. Bic of soda is used. This is going to be used today in a recipe. If not, it's been chucked. Ah, now what's this? Right, I need to sort this out. I have some cinnamon. I can choose to use the cinnamon as it is or put it into a container label, which I think I'm going to do. So it's basically about sorting. You take everything out, put it on the counter, you sort. Anything that you don't want, you purge in the bin. Then you assign a home, containerize, put it into a container, and then it's very easy to maintain. Okay, further up now. Ah, what's this? This is a meat or this is a candy thermometer. I haven't used it in five years. It's going out. Some baking chocolate needs to be used soon. What on earth is that? That is brown sugar and it's a double of the brown sugar over here. We're going to have to use it up. Wheat germ I never use anymore. Nuts I hardly ever use. So we're going to do a good sprucing up in this cupboard. Now I'll show you what it looks like afterwards. Now, as you can see, the top shelf is empty and the bottom shelf looks quite tidy. This is what actually happened. There is nothing left on the middle shelf. And there you go. This is the magic starting to happen. Now, if you would like to rewind the video to earlier on and you'll see the difference from when we first started this cupboard to now. This is where I keep my open packets of flour, sugar, oil and salt so that when I'm standing here and doing my baking, I'm not that organized like some people who take everything out before the recipe. No, I do not do that. I know that I find what, what I need in these two cupboards, okay? And I just take out the recipe book or I work from my head and I start. And I usually have the 
ingredients that I need. So this looks a, a little bit messy and I'm going to organize it right now. Let's take things out. Uh, this is my oil, salt, what's in the back? Oh, cocoa, right. I've got the white flour, the spelt, and the brown flour. Okay, now the plate, plate needs a bit of a wash. We'll do that later. Okay, now, please bear in mind that this is a corner cupboard. With every single one of my clients, corner cupboards are a nightmare, myself included. So, I'm going to get a simple basket to keep the flour in order. Okay, so here's my cupboard. I've got my containers. You see, I, we use simple idea. I'm gonna get a container, pop the white flour in, together with the white self-raising flour, and I'm gonna get another container to pop the healthy spelt flour and the brown flour. There we go. This is what I have. And I could really improve it even more. If you can see, here's the sugar, nicely labeled, the salt, the oil, and the flour. I'll show you how I'm going to improve it even further. I took away the recipe books and I'm gonna find a place for them somewhere else. So now there's room for the sugar, the oil, and the baking ingredients that I use. Less is more. This space over here is not wasted space because we need that space in order to move things around to get there. Now, onto the next shelf further up, I know I will make the space for those recipe books. I have my large square container that I use when I prepare a large amount of food and some bowls and this sieve looks a bit grotty, I think I'm gonna give it a chuck. Two bags of cookie cutters. We're going to put these two bags somewhere else. I have, I have a nice big space in here. What am I gonna use it for? Well, on the left-hand side, I'm going to put my baking and cookbooks. In this middle shelf, we're going to tidy up those lids and we still have a nice space to put our mixing bowls in. Over here, with these Pyrex dishes, we're gonna put them on the next shelf. And we're gonna tidy up this mess over here. This top shelf, I have taken out those bags and I'll soon talk to you about them. On this top shelf I use storage. I use items that are used a few times a year. Remember, items that are used very often should be kept at your eye level, a bit above, a bit below. Items that are used rarely should be in the back of cupboards, very low down or very high up. And this shelf hardly gets a look in. There I've got a whole pile of flat plates that I hardly use only for guests got a whole lot of extra Pyrex dishes that I only use a couple of times a year and an extra tablecloth that I need for when my current one wears out. So this fits in really nicely. Now let's just go down to the middle shelf. I've changed the direction of the cookbooks. I can now pull out my mixing bowls very easily and when I want a recipe I will pull out my recipe books. Currently I, am, I don't have time to sift through and look at recipes in my current life stage and I cook and bake basically by heart just adding in my own ideas as we go along back to this 
top shelf. I use a lot of Ziploc bags because they're very convenient and I also reuse them. It's good for the environment. So I have always been stumped how to store the extra bags. So I use magazine files. Right, there you go. Now it does not look very pretty, but it's functional and it works for me. Let me just step down and you will see what I mean. When I am looking at this cupboard at my eye level, you, you can see that I have stuck on labels. Number 14, number 12 and number 10. Those are the sizes of the bags. When I need extra bags that are not currently available in my current center, and this is my stock center, I just lift my hand and pull out the right bag. This works for me. If you have a better idea, fine, that's great. Now what's on top? I haven't opened that for a few years. Now what's this? Some coffee, some gadgets and a large funnel. Well, guaranteed these items have not been used for a while. We're going to get rid of them. Now this cupboard is empty, what can I use it for? Here is that lovely cupboard that is really dead space. It's never used for anything and I'm storing my extra Pyrex dishes here which I find lately I am using more and more so this is a really useful place for me and in the other corner cupboard now I've got a lovely big empty space hmm, what am I going to use that for? On the left I have my bag ties I, here I have my mixing forks and spoons and my knives and pillows. And over here I have the larger items. Now this drawer is on its way out. If I haven't used it for a while, it's going out. I found some old keys that I'll be putting in a separate place where I keep my keys. And there we go, all done and dusted. This cupboard is underneath the drawer and I keep all my Pyrex dishes. Top shelf I have some dishes, bottom shelf I have more and I have a container that keeps the lids then I have one magazine file with a larger lid so we have centers, keep like with like very important and on the door I have my oven gloves because the oven is next door so for me this is very convenient I bake a lot in Pyrex and remember I keep all the ingredients for cooking and baking nearby so cooking is really really easy for me Remember centers, 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 and purge as much as you can. Every home must have an office center, a place where you stand and you have easy access to pens, envelopes, stamps, checkbooks, etc. The key is work out where do you currently go to do this job? currently go to a certain place in your home, great, that's where you're going to have your office centre. 
If you don't currently have a place, think about where would you like that place to be? Where do you spend most of your time? Writing checks, writing letters to your children's teachers, all the little bits of ideas. Where do you use a pen? For myself, we have a few. One main centre is in the kitchen. You see this cupboard here? It's got a label, office. This is Mummy's office cupboard. On the counter, I have these items out the whole year round. I have a drawer with the pens and pencils for the children to colour. On top, I have a little catch-all for myself. A centre for my phone, keys, gloves. I have a planner and I have a book here where I write down ideas and stuff that I have to remember. Then I have a little magazine file and you can see I've pinned these pens over here. Okay, let's show you this idea in close-up. I have a folder like this for my checkbooks. I have a few checkbooks and checkbooks were always going missing in this house and I decided I need a firm, hard folder to keep them in. I have a small checkbook in here and other checkbooks for other accounts in here. Now, when, it, when my husband says, where's checkbook A? I say, oh, maybe in this handbag. Maybe the van can draw. No, no, I don't say that anymore. I say in the blue folder in the kitchen inbox. My brain needs firm boundaries for the items that are constantly getting lost. The items that we pick up when we're on the phone and we don't have that focus and we put it down somewhere in the house and if the house is a little bit cluttered we'll never find it. So this has lessened my stress tremendously. Then the next folder is my children's papers when they used to colour. They come home, pull out the drawer, put it on the table and take this folder that's in here. Now, it's a regular button wallet that I have cut off the top and now it's open and pop it inside. These are labels and they were always getting lost, now don't laugh, always getting lost and the kids got new coats, the kids got new school bags, jumpers. We could never find the labels and I decided enough is enough, it was my problem. In my head, I didn't have a clear enough home for them. Now we have address labels over here. Ah, this is my folder that I use for my own time management, not for this session. This, aha, this is a clutter folder. It's an obsolete folder. There was even a passport in here before the session. I had to apply for one of my daughters to a college and that and I have sent off the form about four weeks ago. However, I just forgot about it and it was in here for four weeks, like that. Before our video, and I looked through this folder and I said, hey, what's that passport doing here? What's this form doing here? Well, this is the brochure for the college and I'm gonna keep it in this bright red folder. If we get any correspondence within the next few weeks, which we will, I know, as soon as it lands by the front door, I'm going to pick it up and put it in here because these important papers, guaranteed, get lost. School folder. Any important letter that, that I get from school and I don't need to answer them right away or I need to keep a piece of information just short term 
for example, an outing, I keep in here. Now, we label the folders. Now, not all the folders are labeled, but you're gonna label them all. Get a handy labeling machine. Um, Brothers are really good ones. The cheapest one, great. Label them all at the same place, cut off the top. And in, in here I have my bin schedule for the next year, when they're gonna empty the bins. I have some leaflets that I have that for the next half term I want to go to these places. And that's about it. I've stuck in these two papers for recipes and I'm going to give myself a deadline of the end of this week. And if I haven't done it by the end of this week, you know where it's going to go. That by the way needs its own separate box. This needs sorting as well, but it's working. I have little drawers and I have labels exactly what is inside each drawer. I number the drawers. So if I'm upstairs and one of the kids says, Mommy, where's a stamp? I say it like this. Darling, in the kitchen office cupboard, drawer number four, there are stamps. Simple, easy, quick. They go down and they get a stamp. Whereas in the past, what would I say? Oh, darling, um, I think somewhere in the kitchen, um, maybe in the corner cupboard, uh, maybe on the second shelf. You think they're going to remember that? That's very taxing on their working memory. This is simple, easy, and get on. Right, this belongs up, further up, and it's basically sorted. I need to look through each drawer and see what I've got, and sort them out. Sometimes things you get put back in the wrong places, and goodbye, we're done. Now, have you noticed that? Post-it notes. One post-it note is for items that we run out of that we need to add to our weekly master shopping list. My kids like to draw them. And the other two are information that I need to remember. So I believe in post-it notes, however, yet yeah, you put them in the center. They won't be flying all over the house, well they might for different reasons, but for shopping, for ideas that I need to remember over here because remember I've got my planner over here so ideas that I need to remember have, has to be in this centre over here over here I keep my plates all centred and I have reinforced the shelf all centred, all the plates over there here is my cutlery again I have these divisions. In these two drawers I keep towels. Tea towels in one, hand towels in the other. Officially smaller pots at the top with a basket where we keep the lids and at the bottom the larger pots with a basket, a larger basket where we keep the larger lids and frying pans piled up over here with trays. Now things have gotten a bit out of hand and you'll see how we're going to change this. Now I use every single pot. You'll see how it's going to look different shortly. Now this is not magic. We have not chucked anything away. We've just reordered things and at the bottom are the larger pots and the top generally the smaller ones and there you go. Probably those lids could be organized a bit better but we'll do that later. 
When you will be more organized, you'll see you'll have more space in your cupboards. Guaranteed. Hope you've enjoyed this session. The main thing is start to sort out your kitchen and start to really bring calm, liberation and happiness into your life. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe so you are notified when a new episode is posted. If you have any questions, please send me a Facebook message or email Fagy at focuswithfagy.com. Check out the expanded video series, including this episode on read.com, the ADHD-friendly way to organize your home. If you have learned something new, I would be so grateful if you could leave a five-star rating and a comment. This was Fagy from Focus with Fagy. Focus and clarity with your ADHD.